You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Recording in progress. Oh no. Yep, here we are. It's real life. Hope I don't say the wrong thing. I mean, certainly we're not going to talk about Georgia politics. Well, we don't talk about politics on this podcast, do we? Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A American cousin who they don't like to acknowledge of the Touchline Media Group. I'm your host, Asa, aka Twiggy, joined as always by my co-host and his new nickname, Napoleon Gregg. Uh, this <laughs> this uh, this episode is brought to you by whoever Blue Wire Pods decides to put in the podcast, as well as the Smith Workforce Management Group for all of your uh, NIL, business law, employment law, family law needs. Check out the Smith Workforce Management Group at smithworkforce.com. We are going uh, a little bit out of order today because uh, Angus has decided to join us early because he's so excited to talk about things uh, related to the uh, pointy ball. Um, Championship and- week. Woo! It's championship week. Woo! Uh, so as we were talking about offline, um, Michigan football school. We're back to being a football school. Yeah. How how quick was everybody willing to switch back to that one? <laughs> all, all how quick are we going to switch away? That's, <laughs> the, mean, that's uh, the real uh, question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If, if they lose to Iowa, everybody's immediately going to say like, oh, yeah, hockey school. Hockey school. Uh, my, maybe hockey school. Hockey school. Uh, like no, 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 we are. We we had like, I think yeah, we had we've been damn good. Three Amazing. of the top five picks in last year's draft or something like that, and we're supposed to have like four. And of they the came top back. Five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are very, very good at hockey. Yeah. So, like, the thing is, is that like Michigan is having sort of like going into this year. If you told me that two out of the three Michigan programs would be national championship contenders, such as it is, um. Hockey would have been one of those programs that I would have predicted. Um, 
I wouldn't have predicted the football and I would have predicted that the basketball would be going tiny bit better. Not going great. Just, just a bit, <laughs> just a bit. But, um, you know, the kids will get better. I'm, I, I still have. Hey, there's nothing faith. like getting right like a good old fashioned game in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. That's what people say. That is true. It's a get right game in Chapel Hill. Four favored? Question mark? Yes. Why? Half. UNC is not very good. They lost by 17 to Tennessee. I would take that action, but I can't can't bet against Michigan, so. At home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And, like, it's funny because, like, a generation ago, you would have said, oh, they lost to Tennessee by 17. And in any sport, you would have been like, okay, well, that's fine. But now in all sports, you're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee, Tennessee managed to turn out a decent basketball game like every four years or something like that. Football, uh, that's been bad for maybe a decade. Uh, give or take. Um, but like bad for a decade in different ways, right? Like, so like, Sometimes they're bad because Butch Jones is there. Sometimes they're bad because uh, Joe Milton is their starting quarterback for reasons that are unclear. I was about to say that. I was about to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, we also, uh, I went back and listened to our last episode, which uh, for those of you that haven't listened, we managed to pick every single pick, uh, coaching carousel stop wrong as it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like Mark Stoops. Resigned with Kentucky, Lincoln Riley to USC, Brian Kelly to LSU of all places. Um, so I'm going to go on record right now. I'd like to say that I think I was closer in saying Jimbo than people were than saying Mel Tucker. That's true. That's true. If you were going to get an overpaid uh, coach who's uh, been pretty close to national championship contender, but has not really done all that much interesting, Jimbo Fisher is not a terrible comp for Brian Kelly. No. He is also the same relative complexion, Purple. although uh, Jimbo's tolerance for spice is much higher. Well, you know, he grew up there. Jimbo seems of... like a bit more of a chill guy than Brian Kelly. Yeah, Jimbo? Okay, but like that's a bar thing. Yeah, that's like that. That's like that's like saying, um, uh, what's what's a good example here? Um, I think a tiger is more chill than Brian Kelly. No shit. Yeah, that's or or like um, yeah, you know. Kobe Bryant was a little less intense than Michael Jordan. It's like, fuck, everybody was a little less intense than Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, Kobe's with little less. Yeah. And, and, and the bar for like a little bit less angry than Brian Kelly is like, I don't a know. Literal, a literal raging bull. I was going to say um, uh, the, the police captain in any, um, any buddy cop movie. Uh, yeah. If you'd like, um, you can do uh, Ron Swanson in 21 Jump Street, uh, Ice Cube in 21 Jump Street. Uh, Ice Cube in 22 Jump Street. <laughs> yeah, Ron Swanson in 22 Jump Street. I'm sure he has a name. I just cannot be bothered to remember what it is. Nick Offerman. Captain. Nick Offerman. Nick, Nick Offerman. Yeah. Nick Offerman. He's asking for his real name, not for his character's name, dumbass. I don't, I think no, he's-, he's always Ron Swanson. I don't think he's ever Nick Offerman. Um, I will say I, I, I watched that movie recently um, and I forgot how great of a intro to 22 Jump Street uh, Ron Swanson was where he said uh, where his like his whole monologue was like, so for some reason, the people upstairs just want you to do the same thing. They yeah. don't have any creativity. <laughs> 
They don't know what they're doing. They're just here to watch you do the same thing. So do the same thing. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> a little too on the nose and a little too uh, self-aware. Uh, so what are the chances that that Chris Miller like presented the studio with a certain script and it was the exact same movie, but then like under their noses completely changed it? Uh, so that that it was possible. pretty much the same movie. It was the same movie, um, but it reminds me, the, I read this phenomenal story about Mel Brooks this week in which um, he was, apparently what he would do with studio heads is studio heads would be like, oh, you should change this, 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 and this. And he would just say yes to everything and then not change it, counting on the fact that <laughs> like, the people in charge wouldn't remember. Um, yeah. So like, for example, like in Blazing Saddles, they said, uh, two, he, he had two notes that he gave examples of. One was, um, you can't have a man punch a horse. And the other one was um, get rid of the fall party. the wrong way. Right. It's, it's the best scene in the movie. It's the best oh, moment in the movie. It's amazing. It gets and, me every fucking time. And uh, and the second note was you can't have an entire scene devoted to farting around a campfire. And so, like, apparently Mel Brooks was just like, uh, yeah, sure, definitely, it's out, no problems, and then just yep. didn't. And nobody called him on it. Um, My so, father's famous, favorite, favorite scene in the, any uh, movie ever. Okay, I know Angus is not a Simpsons fan, but famously the 1990s Simpsons room did whatever the fuck they wanted. Well, it, it's, I mean, similarly, it's it's Boy Meets World after they all thought that they were going to get canceled. And they're like, well. Yeah. YOLO. <laughs> after they thought they were going to get canceled. It's like, listen, worst case scenario is whatever is going to happen already. Like, we already know what's going to happen. Might as well just see what we can get away with and like like hey and like will Friedle comes into the writer's room hey can my girlfriend be in an episode sure we're gonna make it scream great cool <laughs> um i well okay. we're completely off topic yeah uh so that that brings us back to the point which is um it's championship week so there are a ton of games um that we can preview here we'll preview obviously the big one um we can do it first or last i don't actually have an opinion about that um Let's probably do it first yeah, welcome to our production meeting. Um, I think I think this one is the most, or maybe second most, cut and dry. Uh, yeah, I, I would say yeah. this one. This one is the one I think. I think of the of the of the big five. I guess we have to include the AAC, big six. Um, like this one is the one where I would be most shocked by a contra result. Yep. Um, you you, you would think. <laughs> I mean, look, like, like even by betting odds, even by betting odds, like Michigan's favored by 11 in a neutral field. I was bad. Like that's, that's a lot. Yeah. I, and Cincinnati's only 10 and a half. So well, who do you think? So did you know that Iowa has the number four defense in S and P plus? Don't know what S and P plus is because it doesn't SP exist. Plus, but whatever. If, if you're talking about SP plus. <laughs> SP plus. Okay. In his defense, I also make that mistake routinely. Um, yeah. I mean, also in uh, being more critical of him, I also make that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just like saying, like, I don't think Standard and Poor's has an opinion about cover two defense. Um, and that's what the SP is. So, uh, yeah, I don't, that was a, that was a C plus at best. No, it was definitional. I was just def- defining what SP is. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's a passing grade. We'll give you a C. Fine. I'll take it. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Michigan. I think Michigan is gonna uh, roll in this one. Iowa got their shit kicked in by Nebraska for a half. 
before Scott Frost remembered that he is Scott Frost. Luckily, I believe that Jim Harbaugh is not Scott Frost. So I like I I think Michigan's going to cover. Uh, so he, so here's here's my I, I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong about your your advice about covering and winning. I mean I certainly would take Michigan money line. I'd be a little bit scared about the the spread just because I think that Iowa might muddy the game. Um, yeah, eleven's a lot. Eleven's a yeah, lot. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna shorten the game. I mean, interestingly, both teams are like we want to shorten the game. When for Michigan, it's probably not a good idea. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but since October first, Iowa has scored more than thirty points on two opponents. That's that hilarious. Illinois <laughs> and Maryland, where they scored fifty-one. On October 1st, if Maryland gets to 20 points in this game, I would be surprised. So here's the, here's the thing about Iowa and, and the reason why I think that this game might not be, I, I think Michigan wins and I think Michigan wins by two. Oh, two one more second. I went further back. Iowa has scored at least 30 points four times this year. Uh, they scored, as I mentioned again, on November 20th, they scored 33. On October 1st, they scored 51 at Maryland. They scored 30 exactly on September 18th uh, at home against Kent State. Hold on. I got the last one. I know the last one. The yeah. last one was, um, was like first week of the year against Indiana when we realized that Indiana was trash. Yep. They scored 34 uh, at home against Indiana. So all of these except I- Maryland were at home. And Maryland was the only one that was more than 34. I, I was not scoring 20. I, I think that in this I, game, I I just I, I is feelings ball e. I have been burned by Iowa many a time, and I I hate them. <laughs> most recently, perhaps in 2016, the last time Harbaugh had a team that maybe could do stuff. Perhaps, yeah, yeah, yeah. They broke our quarterback. <laughs> so the thing is, literally that- broke Wilton Spate. Like <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, yeah, they didn't. I I feel like that. Like we need to use our definitions properly. They didn't break Wilton State. They, they injured him enough that he was completely ineffective in the Ohio State game. Yes, <laughs> Purdue broke Wilton State. Purdue did break <laughs> Wilton State. The original injury happened at Iowa, but that was, it, it's more like a Kinnick thing that I'm like. It gives me the jitters about Iowa. I just. I would not be having right. this opinion if we were in Kinnick. No, in Kinnick, oh, Michigan no. loses, loses 17 to 11. Like, yeah. if, if you put this game in Kinnick, it's like, oh, this is going to be miserable. But it's in, it's in Indianapolis. I, it's in a dome. Yeah. So I, I actually think if, if, if I had to, 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 to really like put a score on this game that I would like be comfortable betting on, um, I think 27 17 feels real, real comfy to me. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, I I do like for whatever our passing attack is it, against their cover two is like pretty decent. So I, I feel good about it, but I, I, look, I think I, I, th- I, I can't like, it's just the, the, the first time since 2003 that we might win a big 10 championship. I can't like, can't be like, Oh yeah, it's going to happen. No, uh, I have to be like a little bit hesitant. Well, I mean, like the thing is, is that you can, you can take a step back, like beyond fandom, like as a fan, I would, I would be telling you like, Oh dear God, because I can tell you the first time that, that, that my team went to India, I was there. It was miserable. No part of it was fun. And then the end sucked. So I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but uh, you know, be ready. But as like, did he cut out for you? uh, I did not cut out. 
I, I was talking that whole time. We played this game last time and it records for some reason. That's oh, great. interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I was streaming the MSU game, so I just cut, cut that off. I might, I might have been taking up too much bandwidth. Um, so, uh, dear listeners, you can, you can hear us make decisions about how we uh, record. Uh, in the future, when I cut out, uh, please simply send a message. It happened again. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Hopefully he comes back. Oh my God, we lost him. All right, well, we can talk without him. Uh, uh, this is touchlines and touchdowns without Asa Smith. <laughs> that's the best possible version of it. I hate all of you. He's back! <laughs> well, having... something, something, Iowa. Do you want to oh. put the ad there and then talk us back out of the ad? Yep. <laughs> uh, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So thank you so much to our sponsors for whatever you said. I know that it seemed like it cut in at a random time and, and we don't know why, but certainly it, it, it happened right when we wanted it to and had nothing to do with technical uh, difficulties on our end. Um, but all of which is to say that I think that a, a safe bet for this game, um, if I had to pick a score, was, would be like 27-17 Michigan. Yeah, I mean, that seems pretty fair. Yeah, that seems fair. Um, you know, we'll uh, see. One of, those, I, one of those Iowa scores is going to be on some bullshit. But other than that, I think I think Cade McNamara is going to make a huge mistake early in this game that makes Michigan fans lose their minds, but ultimately won't matter. Yeah, what uh, makes you say that about Cade McNamara has made like three mistakes all season because of that? All right, you guys just talk. I'm. I'll be right back. Hey, hey, there he goes. Bye. Yeah, I mean, the real question is going to be what the defensive line can do to Iowa's quarterback, whose name I don't know because Iowa's quarterbacks never matter. Have they chosen who's starting? I didn't even know that was a question. Again. Yeah, they don't know. Who, they, they, they have not chosen their, their quarterback for this game. Every single Iowa quarterback going back at least 20 years is completely interchangeable. You could put a 40-year-old back there, and I would have no There's fun. one. There's one. C.J. Beathard. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Also, Jake Ruddock, I guess, because he came here. But yeah, well, I mean, even then, they're pretty much the same person. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aiden Hutchinson, I believe, on some sports books, is up to the third favorite to win the Heisman currently. Which he again, sure is. Again, I mean, the fact that he keeps rising kind of makes me worried that somebody's going to try and make a statement about this year. And it's going to be a dumb statement. And Michigan fans will love it. Yeah, of course they will, because they're going to be completely obnoxious about it. I mean, yeah, we will definitely be obnoxious about it. I mean, yeah. if you're going to give it, it if you're going to give state it, fans be obnoxious about about no, 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 no. if you're going to give it to a defensive player and you don't give it to somebody on Georgia's defense, you fucked up. It's not just somebody; it's Jordan Davis. Sure, <laughs> you, there's like three guys on Georgia's defense that deserve it more than Aiden Hutchinson. And just to be clear here, like Aiden Hutchinson's really good and he should probably go first overall, but like um, 
he had two really, really, really good games. No, he's had a good game every game. I said really, really good. That's a qualifier. I so two two reallys in a row. What is that? What like like what's the metric here? <laughs> I think I think a really is- just a really good game. Is this like double secret probation? I think it's it's actually like a standard deviation thing. So like there's good and then oh, standard so deviation. Oh, so instead of the 95th percentile, we're going to the 99.7th percentile. Oh my somebody, god! Somebody failed statistics. <laughs> also, oh my god! How can you guys can you guys like make it any more obvious that there are three Michigan grads on this fucking call? Uh, I took statistics in high school and I did poorly. And oh, I've taken a lot of statistics. <laughs> Uh, but what i do remember is one standard deviation is doesn't know what a normal distribution is hell yeah i do you don't you said 95 and 99.9 that's not two standard two standard deviations two standard deviations is 95 one standard yeah do you know what two standard deviations is away from this is the wrong argument this is the wrong (laughs) argument let's chaotic okay no I like okay state dumbest episode ever. I like okay state over Baylor. Uh for reasons that I can articulate by basically saying uh mullet and bedlam. And that are my reasons. Those are I, my reasons. Shit. I, I, I would prefer mullet over bedlam, but I hear you and I credit that statistical analysis. Thank you. <laughs> um I'm gonna say Baylor because I do not want Oklahoma State in the playoff at all. Oh, I want Oklahoma State to play. You don't want to watch Oklahoma State try and score on, uh, or try and muddy up the the UGA game. Oklahoma outside of that. Why would Oklahoma State be the fourth seed? Oh, out of, out of, outside of well, I think Notre Dame's out of it. I think Brian Kelly fucked Notre Dame out of the playoffs. Oh, he did. Sure did. No, every Notre Dame fan has to hate Brian Kelly forever because he screwed them out of a out of a playoff. But yeah, for why would Oklahoma State be the fourth seed? I I can't see a situation where Cincinnati gets in, and they're not the four seed. So if Oklahoma State is in, that means they're playing Michigan, and I don't want that. (laughs) Uh, Just to be clear here, um, the game that Michigan plays is either going – is what you really don't want is you really don't want Alabama to beat Georgia because if Alabama beats Georgia, Georgia's the three seed. Alabama beats Georgia, then Georgia's the three seed. Oh. The, yeah, no, I don't want that. Hate if, that. If Alabama wins, Michigan gets Georgia, and that if, if Alabama and Michigan win, uh, Michigan gets Bama. And I, again, we've said this multiple episodes. I unequivocally do not want Bama. Nobody I wants want Georgia, but I really don't want Bama. No, you the don't want. Reason I, would, I don't think Bama's that good. The only reason I would prefer Georgia over Bama is because. Nick Sa- no, Nick Saban is significantly smarter than Kirby Smart. Did, did we just did we just hear Bama isn't that good? Did did my yeah. ears deceive me? Yes, Michigan fans have been saying that for the last week. Which technically, did is- you see that against Auburn? They're terrible, horrible, terrible. Auburn was a top twenty-five program. I can't wait. Yeah. Here's, I also want you You're to also starting Bo no, Nix for uh, half the season. You need to shut the fuck up because you're going to speak this into existence. You do <laughs> not want Nick Saban with a month to prepare. Against a have, school he will he have like. 25 days, 27 days. Math is hard. We got not very good statistics. 
27 days to game plan how to beat you. The only time you should ever want Nick Saban is if he had to play the day prior. That is Um, the only time. And like hypothetically, the team that he would be game planning against would be a one-dimensional team that doesn't have wide receivers. Um, Remember what Mel Tucker did with two weeks yeah, yeah, fair. Okay, I don't want Bama. <laughs> you don't. I would much rather take Kirby Smart because, again, Kirby Smart is dumb, but Kirby Smart is dumb in the way that he thinks he's smart. Well, it's his name, you know, nominative yeah. determinism. Yeah, right. I, was yeah. to think, I was trying to think of the joke, and you got there. <laughs> All right, go dogs. Yeah, uh, knock go Bama dogs. out of the playoff. Seriously, go dogs. Plus, I mean, th- I mean, the best that's the best case scenario too because you knock Bama completely out. Yeah, you would much rather Oklahoma State than Bama. Yes, 100%. Because Oklahoma State, outside of Bedlam this year, has not been a very good offense. I mean, they're – you can – Interesting. They're fine. They're, they, they're dependent on the run. Uh, they're not a typical Big 12 offense. They're more – honestly, they're closer to a Big 10 offense. And right now, you know Michigan can beat almost every Big 10 offense. Almost. Almost. Uh, so you <laughs> want OK State in, you want Cincinnati in, especially if, especially if Fickle fucks them and leaves like halfway through December. The game, you yeah. Want Georgia, because Kirby <laughs> Smart is the dumbest elite coach we currently have. Hold on, hold on. Now we need to do it. Now we need to go through it. Hold on. Who is the dumbest elite coach we got? It's Kirby or Jimbo. It's Kirby or Jimbo. And I think Jimbo's smarter than Kirby. Does Ed Ogeron still count as a head coach? No. He does not have a job. I also think he's smarter than Kirby. <laughs> ring um, on ring. <laughs> is James Franklin an elite coach? No. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Nope. All right. That's fine. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm good with yeah, it. Yeah, he's probably the dumbest. Kirby, Saban, Day, Riley, Talk and then there's a couple Jimbo, there's a couple of fringes. The fringes are like, oh, I'm sorry, Dabo's also up, the fifth one. And then the fringes are like Jimbo, uh, Gundy, Harbaugh. Like, there's like a Tucker. second Tucker. <laughs> uh, I mean, by, he does make like ten million dollars. So that's can, cool. can we can we talk about the fact that because Tom Izzo gave a walk on spot to a kid from Seaholm in 1998, Lincoln Riley gets 110 million dollars. Did you see some of the <laughs> Okay, we need to talk about the coaching carousel now because it's yeah. fucking insane. Uh, so it's ha- it sounds like Lincoln Riley was like pretty sure he was going to leave. And then he got smoked in Bedlam and he was like, ah, no, I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. And he got out. So Mike Gundy, old OAN Gundy, mullet head, uh, <laughs> lit the coaching carousel on fire, which is very funny. So Ry- Riley's getting whatever, $110 million. Some, for some reason, he had two houses in Norman. Oh, that didn't know. Some reason. Didn't happen. Completely made up by some random dude on Twitter. That, <laughs> that, so oh, that, 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 that story, uh, this guy is just some like oil and gas guy in Texas. Um, he, 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 he sent that out. And then uh, the, um, Lincoln Riley's realtor. He does have two houses, but Lincoln Riley's realtor was like, one of his houses has been on the market for six months. Like the reason he has two houses is because he moved. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay. 
Uh, interesting. Honestly, the funniest part is uh, like that came out in multiple group chats. We were talking about like, why the hell does he have two houses? Not a single person was like, oh, he must have moved recently. <laughs> Everybody was like, that's the mistress's house. <laughs> Which it also helps the case because his first official photo with USC, number one, he's still wearing his Oklahoma Nikes. Very number nice. Two, he is not wearing his wedding rings. Tough break, Mrs. Riley. Uh, Tough break. You uh, know, I don't. It's not Mrs. It's not gonna be Mrs. Riley for very long, man. No, no, that is the Definitely former not, Mrs. Riley. Not in LA. Uh, but you know what? Like, look, Lincoln Riley is not the first dude to turn. I don't know how old he is. Let's say thirty-five. Uh, get a job offer in LA and be like, well, I can certainly find something there. <laughs> yeah, in a six million dollar, uh, you know. 2000 square foot house well that's what we, we we were talking about this in the group chat is that like the, that report was that they they were going to provide a six million dollar house in la and like that's nice <laughs> it's like a really nice house but like for six million dollars like when people say six million dollar house like you're expecting like oh like this is a mansion like a mansion mansion yeah. estate and it's like well it's a it's a really nice three-story apartment <laughs> yep <laughs> Also, uh, I seriously, number one, I seriously need somebody to film Brian Kelly eating any sort of Cajun food. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think Brian Kelly can handle the spice levels in Indiana. Louisiana might kill him. Well, I mean, people forget that, like, Brian Kelly, like, there's this idea with, with college football coaches that, like, a lot of them are well-traveled, Right. Like they go here, they go there, a GA ends up here, there, all over. Like Mel Tucker. No, they, they only go to the places that they're like required to go to. And then the rest of the time, it's like hodunk towns. No, what I mean is like around the country. So like, for example, oh, yeah. like um, like Mel Tucker, he like started at Wisconsin, then Michigan State, then LSU, then Georgia, then the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like like that scene in basketball where he talks about the, the, uh, the, the yeah, 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 it's yeah. like one year as a greeter at the Holiday Inn. Uh, like you expect that out of college coaches. Brian Kelly is from Boston and moved to the whiter part of Michigan and then moved to Cincinnati and then moved to South Bend. He has never lived in a place with spice. He is, he is a 16th century <laughs> British man. It's not going to go well. So there's, there's that there's, did you guys see uh, the, the leaks of his, Addressed to the team. Four minutes and 12 seconds. Four minutes and 12 seconds. At Seriously? Seven, at 7 a.m. the day after, because it got leaked to the press that he was signing with LSU. So he texted, apparently they use like teams. So he yeah. sent out the, the team's message and said, hey, I'll explain everything at the team meeting, 7 a.m. And like less than what half, an ass. Less than half the team showed up because like, if, can you honestly say if somebody told me, if you somebody told you that, or if your boss told you tomorrow to come to a 7 a.m. meeting so he can explain to you why he's leaving to make more money somewhere else, there is no way in hell I would show up. If it was at 9 a.m., he's got like a 50% shot. At well, 7 a.m., fuck off. I am not waking up for that. So the, the, only, <laughs> the only possible explanation you could have for me that, that would make sense is if there was a team-wide mandatory, sorry, <clears throat> mandatory air quotes uh because we did that on visual and this is a podcast um mandatory uh optional mandatory lift at 6 30 and they were all there anyways i assumed it was something like that and even then 
I would not, I would not show up to that meeting. Yeah. What are they going to do? I probably, even if there was a lift, I probably would just like walk out the door. Like, see ya, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man. I go lift. Uh, the other funny, oh, that was the other funny one. Um, one of the the defensive backs coach, former OU defensive backs coach, who has now come with Riley to USC, is now under investigation by OU compliance because he was still on the road recruiting for OU with two other coaches while also simultaneously texting USC recruits. And in one instance, may have actually showed up for an OU recruiting visit and told the kid, hey, man, I'm going to USC. You should come with me. Do you know who the kid was? It's a pretty famous kid. <laughs> College football coaching. Is that not cool? You can't do that? Uh, Damani, right? The uh, five-star? The five-star who uh, was just at the game and Michigan fans were all in on. And then suddenly he drops a top two of Alabama and USC. Huh. Well, <laughs> see you, kid. Yeah. Tough break. Um, but, you know, look, there's a lot of money that Lincoln Riley now has in his pocket, and maybe he should spread it around to the people who actually assume uh, the risk. Maybe. Don't know. Maybe. No, we can't do that. That's why we have NIL. <laughs> That's why we have you to negotiate all of these contracts for everybody. Shout out Trey Mosley. That was, uh, that was good. That was seamless. That was very organic. Um, so the, the uh, ultimate so, – so there are other games that are going on this weekend. Um, Utah, Oregon, part two, um, Utah is only favored by three after beating Oregon by 30. How are we feeling about that? Oh, that's interesting. I, I feel like if you get a second shot, the, the line's always closer if you get a second shot at them. Yeah. I mean, second bite at the apple, like you've already seen them conceptually, like if two equal teams, if one, one, once, one, one, once, uh, and, and the, like the other will get their shot. But, um, I think that that'll be an interesting game. Um, but I think that it's like a it's a it's a tree falling in the forest game because I don't think anybody cares whether Oregon or Utah goes to the Rose Bowl to lose to Ohio State. Actually, that could get ugly. Those that game could get ugly no matter who goes because Oregon, uh, there's a vet revenge factor there, and Utah likes rock fights, and uh, Ohio State's pretty good at rock fights. Yeah, I actually is that a think- Pac-12 after dark? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Friday night nice. game. I actually nice. think that Ohio State wants no part of Utah because uh, Ohio State just got caved in uh, by a power rushing attack, and uh, I don't think they want to do that again. I think the theory is going to be that the secondary can't – like, they're not going to – somebody else's secondary is going to beat them two games in a row. Like we said in the last episode, Stroud in the second half was still carving up Michigan's secondary. It just didn't matter. Right, it didn't matter, and also – they kept on stopping him in the red zone. Yeah, I mean, so. and and plus that game would be happening in Southern California and not in the snow. So, yeah. then it, oh, it's in Las Vegas. The Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. Oh, we're talking about the. Sorry, I'm still on the Big Twelve championship. The big nope. The the Pac Twelve championship. Yeah. So are we going to talk about Cincinnati, Memphis? Uh, no, because they're not playing Memphis. They're playing Houston, Dana. Oh, they're playing Houston. Mm. Uh, I think Cincinnati's going to win. I would love Dana Holgerson for forever, even more so than I already do, uh, because Dana Holgerson is one of the best parts of college football. Easily. Easily. <laughs> a delightfully odd little man. 
Uh, so I, I actually have a personal story with Dana Holgerson. I was at a Houston Rockets game once um, and he walked in. Nobody knew who he was. And I, you know, like I shouted down from, you know, row 15 or wherever I was like, Dana, hey, welcome. As you do. And uh, and he was he was very excited that somebody recognized him. And then he left after the second quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Why do uh, you do this at sporting events? That's, Why do you different, do this? that's different than mocking Marlon Bird. Oh, uh, because yeah. I think it's funny because like people who, do, who, who are not used to be re- being recognized in public or heckled don't know how to respond to heckling. Nobody heckles Marlon <laughs> Bird because nobody cares. So when I yell, hey, you Marlin, don't just heckle Marlon Bird. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> it was for like four straight innings. <laughs> Wanted to know where the good, good cheese sticks were in Philly. What do you want? Um well, uh, this episode has been <laughs> has been wonderful. I don't know what's going on with the internet here, um, and uh, you know, I think that now is probably a good time to uh, to try and get a second ad in. Who knows? I don't know what the quality is of this whole thing, but let's try. All right, uh, there was some soccer that was played today. Uh, Angus, uh, did you are you are you aware of any of this? Oh, he left. Cool. Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm I'm out, and I I don't know anything about soccer, and now I'm leaving. Oh my god! Bye. We gave you a clean break, and you came you back. You idiots! The worst. <laughs> the worst. Just log off. Just leave. Um, good. He's gone. Um, <laughs> so, uh, our our favorite son, Christian, uh, played ninety today. Um, did you get to watch any of that game? I did not. So, <laughs> isn't helpful yeah uh so the, the the fun thing about that game um i was able to watch a little bit of it is that he played in three positions um like throughout the game he played yep he played a little bit as a false nine he played a little bit as like that like winger center forward that they use and then he played as a, a right back because you know tradition yeah because american tradition is tradition and you don't fuck with tradition you do uh, not fuck with tradition So are we, is there still strong rumors that he's moving back to Germany? Um, I, I think that there are a lot of rumors about people leaving Chelsea because they have too many players. Um, so I think as long as, as long as that situation stays, um, it's going to be what it's going to be. I think that it's much more likely that he sticks it out because Tuchel likes him and he'll play most games. Um, but I think that it's, it's more likely that Timo Werner moves on because I think that he, he's – He's real. Like as soon as they get through the December window, I think Tuchel is going to be like, "You're bad. We can get thirty million for you from from, you know, Stuttgart or whatever." Um, yeah. You know, and I think I think Werner would like a change of scenery. Like he knows he's not the guy, and like at the at the forward position, um, it's very clear that Tuchel likes um, Kai Havertz Zinni. more. Like he he likes Havertz as as that that sort of false nine. He's tried Christian there. He likes Lukaku like. There's just too many names for too few spots, um, which is why. And yeah. the reason why I don't think Christian is going to move on is because Tuchel sees him as someone who can play right wing back. Um, and therefore, like, you know, why move on? He can be a utility in, infielder, outfielder. So that's what I was going to say. I think Tuchel, if he doesn't, if uh, Christian doesn't move on, Tuchel is clearly trying to position him to the point where he's probably going to start every game. And he's probably not going to start in the same position every year. <laughs> well, it's like like um, when you would get that, like, who was it? It was Donnie Kelly 
who was like, like, just like whoever needed a day off that day, Donnie Kelly would take their position. Right. Yeah. You can pretty much name any uh, Tigers utility infielder for the last, you know, 20 years. And that's the guy, Nico Goodrum, Donnie Kelly, Brandon, Brandon Inge. Uh, what's his face? Shane. Shane Halter. Him. Walter um, top himself. <laughs> um, so I, I think that, like, for that reason, Christian has a lot of utility to Tuchel. Whereas, like, Werner, he's tried him on the wing. It didn't really work. He's tried him up top. doesn't really work. He's not like – so, like, I think it makes sense for everybody for if he moves on. Um, and then you have a four-man rotation uh, at the wings. Uh, if you have Kai and Lukaku up top, then you have a four-man rotation between hudson Adoy, Mount, Zayek, and Ziyech. And, um, and, and Christian. So I, I don't think he's going to move on um, because I don't think Chelsea are going to sell him for a discount. And I don't think anybody wants to pay $85 million for Christian Pulisic. Right now. Right. You know, like, I, I think, I think that you need, you need him to be healthy for a, a calendar year before, before you make that risk. Is it going to happen? No, no. Um, but uh, the, the, uh, the other news are our other favorite son, um, Gio Reyna, back in training. So that's pretty encouraging. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be playing games soon and 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 be ready to go for for the uh, for the January window. Um, I do want to point out something that happened in the uh, Premier League um, today, which is that um, Liverpool are really good, and it's getting to the point where. I think like we need to operate under the assumption that um, this is a three-team race and literally five teams are competing for that fourth Champions League spot and that's the actual race. Yeah. Um, it, uh, City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Yeah. And those, I, th- I think like they all have goal differentials in excess of 20. Um, we're recording this on, on December 1st. I think all of them have goal differentials in excess of 20. Nobody else has a goal differential of plus eight or better. Um, and they're, they're all like seven points clear of whoever's in fourth. I think it's Westham. Um, so, uh, the, yeah, um, all of this right, except for the, where's the differential? Nope. you got all of it right. Manchester city somehow has the lowest goal differential differential as of after the match is on December 1st. There's only 20, plus 21. Uh, oh, Chelsea is second plus 27 and Liverpool's lapping everybody with plus 31. I mean, like, it's, it's a situation, and, and it's funny because last year there were all these comments about Liverpool, like, oh, are Liverpool done? Can they do it? Or are they too old? And it's like, no, they just were hurt. And like, look, like you, you, you don't blame injuries. Like, you know, you get through it, next man up, blah, blah, blah. But if you lose three center backs, you're going to look bad. And if, yeah. one, <laughs> if, one, if, if you're playing Jordan Henderson at, at center back, you're going to have a bad time. I was just saying, and if one of them is Virgil van Dijk, like, of course you're going to have a more poor yeah. So it was, that was completely unfair to ever – like, I understand you could say, like, listen, you're Liverpool. You should be able to afford a decent depth piece. But any decent depth piece, even, you know, for one of the richest teams in the world, isn't Virgil van Dijk. There's a reason that he's, you know, Virgil. Yeah, right. Like, like and so I, I think that, like, a lot of that was just, like, they are still – they still have, what, the, the best winger in the Premier League? I think so. In the world, I mean, Mo is on one right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's got another two. He's got another two today. I think he's got like five over the last three weeks 
in EPL only. I haven't yeah. even been following Champions League or, or his uh, Egyptian tour. Yeah, I mean, he, he's scoring it well. Um, and they finally p- replaced Firmino with Hota. Jota? Is he Portuguese? Hota. Hota. Uh, I think he actually is. I, thought was, I still thought it was Jota, though. Well, uh, if, he's, if, if he's Portuguese, then it would be Jota. Um, so I, I think that like, they finally figured out that Firmino was not the guy. Jota is, uh, is, is the guy there. Oh, Firmino got hurt. Firmino got hurt. Right. But like Wally Pip before him, I don't think Jota's giving up that spot. That's what I was going to say. So he's going to get Drew Bless out here. He's good. He's not, but like we, I think we realized that, uh, Jota's it's Jota. He's Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah. So, Uh, um, so I, I think like that's just the situation, uh, such as it, such as it is, um, other Americans, uh, Dest is, is, is probably going to make his Barcelona return this week um, on the weekend um, based, on, based on what people are talking about. And uh, Tim Weah got a, an assist today, which was pretty neat. Um, pretty excited about that. He looks, he's starting, playing good. And also, oh, the, the big news for him is that there was a rumor that Lille is uh, selling Jonathan Icone to uh, Fiorentina. Uh, which means that Weah is now a locked-in starter for them. It's Weah and David the rest of the way, um, yep. which is cool for us uh, because if Tim Weah is playing, that means that he's good. Um, so I, I think that the uh, – oh, actually, the biggest news. I forgot to talk about this. This is super important. Um, are you aware of what's going on in the Women's World Cup qualifying in Europe? Nope. Because England just dropped 20. Oh, I didn't get that. Because <laughs> uh, ESPN, no offense to the English uh, women's national team, ESPN did that bullshit, uh, what you call it, headline thing with like, England drops 20 on whoever. And it's like, oh my God. And you click on it, it's like, oh, it's the women's world. Like, England's women team is significantly better than their men's. Like, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um and but so I want to talk about this for 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 a, a wonderful reason, which is that like when these come out, you always get these like concern trolley things, like why do we even do this? This isn't fair. This is bad sportsmanship. Blah blah. No, this is delightful. This is everything I want sports to be. Drop twenty, and if and and, and the only reason you should drop twenty is because you couldn't drop twenty one. Um, because like look, like if you are going to play a sport where goal, goal differential matters then goal differential matters. Yeah. Like it's pretty much, uh, well, I guess it did matter up until that match, at which point afterwards it no longer matters. No, no. I, I think that you, you drop 20 on someone. England wins. <laughs> and, and like, I, I love that because like, you know, that there's some, there's some like very taciturn coach who's like, well, you never know. You never know. I mean, uh, France could drop 21 on Nandora. And you're like, dude, <laughs> You're sure. the only <laughs> two people. <laughs> um, b- b- and it reminds me because Dave Aranda, uh, Dave Aranda, the coach of Baylor, I think still the coach of Baylor, kicked a meaningless field goal to, to, to like add a uh, point in a win over, I guess it was Oklahoma State. Um, and like Gundy got super mad at him. He was like, point differential is a, is a tiebreaker. I needed it. I don't know what to tell you. Which like it's yeah. like such cover for for crass pettiness, and I love it. Like it's like, oh, why did you drop? Tw- could could you have stopped at fifteen? Yeah, probably you could have. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, golf differential. 
Yeah, that's uh, a great explanation. Just explain everything away with Lowe's goal differential. <laughs> but you didn't need to score 20. You could have scored 18. Ah, goal differential. Yeah, you never know. I mean, France might score 21. It's like they probably wouldn't if you didn't give them an excuse to. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you could have just stopped at Poland. Ah, goal differential. <laughs> Thanks so much to our uh, guest, uh, Angus. He uh, stuck around through some wonderful technical difficulties, so we appreciate him. You can find him on Twitter at jburger90. Um, you can find Napoleon Gregg at Mr. Mojo Rising 89 uh, You can find all of us at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Um, it's usually me. If it's not me, it's somebody else. We're, we're talking everything, so add us and we'll respond if you're not being a dick. Uh, or we will respond if you are being a dick and be a dick back because we uh, mirror tone. Um, we, <laughs> we, uh, we don't have an Instagram. We're working on that. We'll get that up and running shortly. Um, please. Uh, oh, special thank you to our sponsors, whoever Blue Wire put in, as well as the Smith Workforce Management Group. And a special thank you to you, the listener. Um, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, um, score 20 on them and then tell them. Uh, and a special thank you to you, the listener. We couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Sports Social Podcast Network.